Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. Welcome and hello. So I hope you're doing well. Now you're going to have to excuse me if my voice is a bit croaky um, or a bit funny sounding at times. It was our David's birthday last week. So last weekend we all went out to a disco where there were some 80s and 90s hits and we danced the night away and of course we sang at the top of our voice and I'm still feeling it even today. So uh, if I am a bit croaky, now you know why. So let's get cracking on with today's episode, which is actually one that's a bit personal to me because it's something that I used to see as a complete setback in the past. And whilst it is personal to me, I also know that it's universal because I know that I'm not alone. In fact, I would say it's something that almost everyone, if not everyone, has experienced at some point in their life. What is it I'm talking about? I'm talking about giving up. Now, the minute that I used to have a challenge turn up, rather than dealing with it, I used to change direction. I would pivot and I would see it as a sign that it wasn't meant to be. The reality is that I didn't believe I had the resources to deal with it. Or if I'm really honest, it was sometimes the very excuse that I was looking for, the excuse to give up. Let's get real here. No matter how positive you are, no matter how many tools you have in your toolkit, there are going to be times when you're pursuing your goals and it feels like hard work and you may even feel like giving up. Just because you really want something it doesn't mean that you're going to love every step of the way, every moment to get you there. I liken it to relationships. You can love somebody with all of your heart and that doesn't mean that they won't irritate you at times. And it's the same with your goals. You can really want them, you can really love them and it doesn't mean that you're not going to get fed up with the process. To pretend that this won't happen could actually leave you feeling unresourceful if it does. So in my mind, it's better to plan for the best and prepare for the worst. And that way that you know you've got yourself covered should it arrive. And as a coach, there will be times where your clients maybe don't feel as motivated as normal or they feel like giving up on the goals or the the coaching process itself. So this is not only for you, it's also for your clients as well. So what can you do when things just don't feel as easy as you think they should or as easy as they normally do? Even today, with everything that David and I know, everything that we practice and apply in our lives, there are times when it would be easier to just go and do something else, but we keep going. And the way that we do that is by applying and practicing a number of things. And today I'll be sharing a few of those with you. So let's begin with the first one and probably the most important one of all. Number one is to connect with your why for doing what you're doing, your purpose for the goal in the first place. When things get tough, this really is the most important thing. Without having a powerful reason to begin with, why would anybody carry on? Even if things are easy at the moment, make sure that your why for doing what you're doing is firmly in place and know it inside out because it's this that will keep you motivated day to day generally 
And it will also be the very thing that you pull on during those days where things are not so easy. When we first set up Beyond, we, of course, had a goal to train people to become coaches, to give them skills and the mindset to create transformations, not only in their own life, but also to create a business and help others to do the same. That was and still is all very true. Now, our why for doing that is so much bigger than just training people. David and I have both experienced many years of our lives where we felt like we had no control over it. We weren't in the driving seat of our destiny and having both come to the point where we know that we can now achieve anything we desire and we're in the process of taking steps to get there, we are so passionate about teaching others how they can do the same, that you don't have to settle for a life that you don't like, let alone love. That is our purpose for doing what we do. It's to empower people to know that they can have the life that they really want. And on those days where giving up can seem like the easier option, it's the very thing that keeps us going. Knowing that the work we do matters and it makes a massive difference in so many people's lives. I remember years ago working in a job where the money was really good and it was all going well. But I woke up so many days and thought to myself, if I don't turn up today, if I didn't ever turn up again, it wouldn't matter. I was having absolutely no impact on anybody's life. Now, having an impact on people's lives and making a difference is something that's really important to me. And although the job did have many positive things about it, it wasn't fulfilling my values. So the minute that things got hard or they weren't running smoothly, I felt like I had no reason to keep going. I actually remember having to dig really, really deep and use every tool in my toolkit to be able to carry on. Fortunately, NLP and timeline therapy gave me those tools. In the past, before knowing this stuff, I would have just quit. I would have given up. That is what I used to do. And so I never really got far with anything. I'd just start again and look for a new venture or a shiny object that almost took the pain away. And eventually I repeated the same patterns over and over and over again, never really getting anywhere. So take the time to really get to grips with your why. If it helps, have it on a board where you can see it every day and really connect with it even before you begin every day. That will help you to set the tone and intention for the work that you do. So on those days that you've got to do things that are seemingly unrelated to your actual goal, you'll know why you're doing it. To give you an example, doing accounts or setting up processes or the IT stuff that we have to do, they aren't directly related to helping people transform their lives, yet they are all part of the business that we run. And the same principle goes with everything. You know, meal prep may be something that you really don't enjoy doing, yet maybe that's part of what supports you in achieving your health goals to live a long life and be able to support your children when they have their own babies. So it's about connecting with the bigger reason, the bigger purpose behind why you're doing what you're doing during those daily tasks. So that is the first thing. The second thing then, number two, get very clear on where your focus is and what's within your control. When things get tough, it can seem almost overwhelming and everything that needs doing suddenly comes into your awareness and it's like, where do you even begin? So make a practical plan to work only on the things that are within your control and begin straight away wherever possible or put time in the diary to action those things soon. 
minimize any distractions. So once you know exactly where your focus needs to be, take anything else out of the equation. When things aren't going as you would like them to be, or you're not feeling it, maybe you're not on track or an obstacle that you hadn't planned for presents itself, it's easy to begin looking outside for answers or to do something differently when the answer may actually be to just keep going. That search could actually lead you down a rabbit hole and leave you feeling even more overwhelmed. Bringing into your awareness how many other things there are to do, things to learn, things that you're yet to master. But here's the real thing. Gaining new skills often isn't the solution. The real issue is usually to do with how a person feels, how they think and the beliefs that they have about themselves. Now, that's not to say that skills aren't needed, of course, but you can have more than enough skills, more skills than are actually needed. And you take yourself with you wherever you go. So if someone has the belief that they don't know what they're doing, that they haven't got what it takes, they never see things through, um, they haven't got the resilience needed or they aren't capable of being successful, then no amount of skills are going to fix that. There's no social media strategy, no copywriting course, no Facebook advert is going to change it. In fact, it could actually end up reinforcing unhelpful beliefs. I've taken this course and I still don't know what to do. I'm an even bigger failure. Not working on the real issue, the deep-rooted issue, is one of the biggest mistakes that coaches are making right now. When you know how to identify and to resolve that, the other issues tend to resolve themselves. This is something that we take a deep dive into during our free masterclass to become an accredited coach. So I'll pop a link in the show notes so you can access it if you haven't already. So eliminate all distractions and hone in and only focus on what needs to be done. And as importantly, make sure that you focus on it turning out well. Focusing on things going badly or turning out how you don't want them to will influence how you feel, the things that you say to yourself and the action that you take. Those images and movies that we play in our mind and the things that we say to ourselves are all suggestions to our unconscious mind. So focus is massively important. In fact, we did an episode on it. It was a while ago now, which included 10 tips to create focus. So I'll pop that in the show notes too. So number two is get very clear on your focus and what is within your control. Eliminate distractions and only work on those things. Number three then is see it as a journey and break it down. If you're attempting to run before you can walk, then you probably will feel like giving up. In today's age, there are so many social media posts that suggest that you can become this overnight success without putting in the hours and doing the work. But the truth is, when you look at people who appear to have become super successful overnight, you usually find that there have been a lot of years of putting in the hours to get there. It's just that no one had heard of them at that point or saw them doing it. Looking at people who are further along than you in their journey can be a great inspiration and a representation of where you would like to be as well, which is great. And there must be the acceptance that there will be steps involved to get there. Comparing where you are to where someone else is can sometimes make it feel like such a big, impossible mission. It almost doesn't seem worth the effort. Realising that they didn't get to where they are overnight, they did it step by step, day by day, and you can too, 
helps you to break it down, to turn it into a journey rather than a destination. So you can break that process down to monthly, weekly, even daily tasks and just focus on doing those. Always hold in mind your outcome and at the same time, forget about it and just do what you need to do today. If that's all that needs to happen, then suddenly that big goal is really possible because you can do that today and then you can wake up and you can do the same tomorrow. So it takes the pressure off and it stops it becoming this mountain to climb. It's just these couple of steps, these couple of things, and then a couple more. Now, this again goes back to your why. Your purpose has to be something meaningful enough that you're okay with doing the things that you may not want to do to get there. And even when it appears like there isn't any movement, you're not getting anywhere fast, you know why you're doing it and that matters more. Now, this is something really important. It's a really, really important point. So please, please listen up. Even though you may not think it at times, you really don't want all of your goals to just land in your lap. I'm going to say that again. Even though you may not think it, you don't want all of your goals to just land in your lap. You do want to go through the journey to achieve them. Now, if you heard that and thought, no, I don't, Sean, you clearly don't get me at all. I get it. I used to think the same thing. On the surface, it sounds great, doesn't it? You decide what you want and ta-da, here it is, it's arrived. But that's not the reality. Think of it like this. Imagine someone really wants to be a motivational speaker. They want to be the person that talks just before Tony Robbins comes on the stage to deliver the most amazing, inspirational talk of his life. Let's say that's the goal. Now, imagine if that actually happened for a moment. Overnight, you decide that you want it and you get it. How would that actually go? How would it play out? Well, let's say that you haven't had the experience of talking to a room of more than 50 people and suddenly you're talking to 50,000 people. Because you haven't had the journey to build on that and to get there, maybe you don't know how to deliver engaging content or how to use your voice or your language in a way that pulls people in. Maybe you've got nothing prepared. Maybe you don't know how to hold yourself on the stage. The list goes on. So whilst you may think you want it, are you actually ready for it? Have you done the legwork to be prepared for when that very thing arrives? The universe will only ever give you what you are ready for, nothing more. So if that was the goal and you wanted to change millions of people's lives through the talks that you deliver, then what steps do you need to take today to become the person you need to be? The person who does talk to 50,000 people. You know, who is that person? What do they believe? How do they behave and show up every single day? And when you do that, bit by bit, day by day, you gradually become that person. And that's when you feel the real achievement. You did the work and it paid off. Being handed something on a plate is never as satisfying as having created it yourself. Unless, of course, you've tasted my cooking and then something being handed to me on a plate is always going to be better than something I've created myself. So number three, see it as a journey. Break it down. This isn't about getting everything done yesterday. If you're in it for the long haul, if it's something that you're passionate about, you have your why behind you, then see it as the long haul. Then invest in it in the long haul and see yourself going the distance. 
So those are the three things. And I'm going to give you a bonus tip today as well. So the bonus tip is find ways to make it fun. Goals don't have to be serious. They can be fun, particularly when things are tough. This is really the time to incorporate some fun, some laughter, some enjoyment into what you're doing. Because if you're going to be doing it anyway, then you may as well make it enjoyable along the way. This can be really simple stuff. Something as simple as playing your favourite music whilst you're working to get you in the mood. Rewarding yourself as you work. I don't know, every 50 words that you write, you get to eat a grape or something much more fun and exciting than that, whatever your version of fun is. David sometimes likes to start a Zoom meeting with a surprise. So he could be having a dance, wearing fancy dress, having a joke ready to go. So the, the Zoom camera comes on and there is David at the ready to have some fun. So no matter what tasks lie ahead of us that day, we begin with the intention of having a good time whilst we do it. So I would absolutely love it if you share how you make things fun by commenting on our post on Instagram with your ideas or tagging us with them. So please do inspire us and other people with your creativity and something probably a bit more fun than eating a grape every 50 words. Although maybe I'll, I'll put a post out about that. So to recap, when things are getting tough, when you feel like giving up, Firstly, connect with your purpose, your why, reconnect with it, draw upon it and remember the reasons why you're doing what you're doing. Number two, focus, get very clear, eliminate distractions and imagine things turning out how you want them to. Only work on the task at hand. And then number three, break it down and enjoy the journey of becoming who you need to be to allow the things you want. So focus on who you are being rather than what you are doing. And of course, you've got to have fun. And you have to share with me how you're going to do that. As ever, thank you again for listening. And hopefully next week, my voice will be back to full capacity. So I will see you then. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.